Shameless Media. if someone's having an affair, if their money is a little suspicious, or if the rumours about their family are true. We think everybody is carrying around a secret. And this show, well, it's all about spilling them. Welcome to season three of Everybody Has a Secret. My name is Annabelle Lee. I'm your host and ultimate secret sharer. Producer Eilish Gilligan is sitting next to me. Hello, Eilish. Hi. Hi. And opposite me as my co-host for the day is beauty guru slash one of my favorite people to follow on TikTok. Gemma Watts, hello. Bless you. What an ego boost for the day. Well, Gemma, (laughs) we are just simply so excited to have you here today. And I know I just gave you a little intro just now, but since you're new to the show, I would love for you to introduce yourself to the listeners with an elevator pitch. Oh, man, it's so hard to do these without sounding like a wanker. <laughs> so I, I'm i an MC and a beauty writer. Mm-hmm. I have an editorial platform called GlowJournal.com. I have a podcast aptly named The Glow Journal Podcast. Mm-hmm. And I have a copywriting agency called Glow Journal Creative. I saw you boom, interviewed boom. Julie Bowen the other day. Even nicer than she comes across, which yes. is so good. Because you just worry when people are – not only do you worry that they're going to be an asshole when they're – famous and Mm. successful most of them aren't but you know you worry that they're going to be too media trained yes she was just happy to be there and if she wasn't she's an incredible actress yeah which i mean her work on modern family perfection which i was so i'm like i've got to work it in there she brought it up oh thanks babe i love that it is time to play arguably our favorite game and by our i do mean the show's producers and i because Mm. this game tends to be a little stress inducing for Mm. everybody has a secret co-hosts Gemma, this is truth or consequence (laughs) okay so just full disclosure for the (laughs) listeners they did not tell me what game we would be playing and i felt in my heart that this was going to come up <laughs> and I I don't know what's going on with my cortisol levels but I don't really get stressed and driving in here today I thought oh what's this feeling <laughs> what and this? I think I've just realized what it is <laughs> okay here is how this game works I'm going to ask you a juicy question you might not want to answer mm-hmm. and if you don't answer it that's fine But if you choose not to, (laughs) then you will be faced with a consequence that I will explain to you after you've made your decision. (sighs) Are you ready to hear your truth question, Gemma? Probably not. (laughs) Okay, Gemma. As you know, well, yeah, as you know, you're getting married soon. Congratulations. Thank you. Don't lull me into this false (laughs) I'm like, yes, it's going to be the happiest day of my life. Don't don't ruin it. (laughs) Feel safe in this space. You are getting married soon, Gemma, and all the wedding inspo you've been sharing looks beautiful. Thank you. Pretty fancy as well. I would love to know how much you're spending on your big day. Okay, I will answer. Oh, this. Yes. oh my god! Thank God, because I'll explain later why I'm saying thank God. But please tell me the figure. <laughs> so we don't know the exact figure. We went into it with a. See, people don't talk about this, so I think this is super helpful. We went into planning with a budget of seventy-five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. We are not taking money from anyone else we're paying for the whole thing ourselves it is going to be more than that that is what we were planning to i think it is going to be closer to 
I'm not really sure because, and this is wonderful advice for any brides listening, ha-ha, you thought this was going to be juicy. <laughs> I thought you ha-ha'd at me because I'm not getting married. Ha-ha, <laughs> 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 you're not getting married. Ha-ha. <laughs> Goodbye, all your money. Um, so our, the best advice we got from our wedding planner, because we went in with the budget, and also 75000 is for the on-the-day costs. That doesn't bring in hair and makeup, dress, suits, because we're paying for all our bridal party expenses as well. The best advice from the wedding planner was do florals and styling last because it's one thing to go to your florist with the mood board and say, how much is this going to cost? And they say, "Uh, your house. And it's (laughs) another thing entirely to say, okay, this is how much money we've got left in the budget. Mm. What can you do with this? So there, there you go. What was the consequence? The consequence. (laughs) Okay. So imagine if the consequence was just like, reapply your lips. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a hug. (laughs) Before this recording, our producers and I went outside because we realized that you probably wouldn't be able to do this consequence because you have Invisalign and we were going to get you to drink drink a drink so producer mish and i beforehand made a drink made up of soy sauce tonic water chili flakes and we're going to have you taste it and guess the ingredients oh i could have just taken the aligners out which is what we thought but we were like oh but you're so fresh into your invisalign experience we didn't want to ruin anything for you but it's also me so when i got the invisalign everyone said you're gonna have a lisp for the rest of your life (laughs) you're gonna be in pain forever Nope. Nope. I've got it in right now. I'm in no pain and the internet sucks. (laughs) You are a superhuman. We did, in fact, if we thought you were going to have to do the consequence and if you didn't want to answer the question, we had like a toothbrush just in case you wanted to like pop out and like realign whatever Invisalign. (laughs) I mean, I would would have done it. The number of times I've lost King's Cup. Gemma, it is time to hear today's secret, which producer Eilish will read out for us. Take it away, Eilish. Thanks, Annabelle. Today's secret comes from Zoe. Hi, guys. Before I tell you my secret, I feel the need to tell you I am not a bad person. I'm inclined to believe that because as a bad person, I've never (laughs) felt that it was necessary for me to open a sentence. It's a funny top line, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) I know that this will sound awful, And like, I've completely lost all sense of decency. Oh, it's getting worse. (laughs) But this has been eating away at me for almost a year and I seriously don't know where to turn. Okay, so I've been with my boyfriend Xavier for six years. Oh, these are such good names. I know these are fake, but I... (laughs) Xavier added to my baby name list. Yeah, (laughs) Zoe and Zave. (laughs) But we go back way before that. I did surf life-saving with Xavier and his older brother, Mitch, when I was 15, and we all got along really well. As brothers, Xavier and Mitch have always been polar opposites. Mitch is the older, more outgoing brother. He's known as the life of the party. It's Michelle's husband. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I don't know what Mitch does in this story later on. I don't want to taint Mitchell Reese's name. (laughs) I would wait. (laughs) Pause. He's the kind of guy who knows everyone everywhere. He has a million friends and is just a great time. Unless you're dating him. He's always been a bit of a shitty boyfriend. Wrong Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) Xavier is the younger, quieter, studious brother. He is incredibly thoughtful and considerate. He's sensitive and loving and a pretty great boyfriend too. Which is all to say that if they didn't look so alike, you'd genuinely have no idea they were related. 
The culture of surf lifesaving at the time was all hanging out together on weekends, and that made me quite close to both Xavier and Mitch. A few months before Xavier and I were involved, I actually made out with Mitch at a New Year's Eve party, but neither of us made much of it. We were both teenagers, and kissing people at those parties was the norm. From memory, I kissed another boy that night too, and he was definitely enjoying his fair share of female attention. I can just tell all these people are hot. As yeah. soon as, I mean, you opened with surf lifesaving, and I'm like, ugh, hot all people. All surf lifesavers. People who grew up doing surf lifesaving, objectively hot. People, hot. Yeah. <laughs> the kiss with Mitch meant nothing. I always knew he was a bit of a fuckboy, and so I never really let myself catch feelings out of self-protection. Soon after, Xavier and I realised there was something more between us and have been together ever since. We're now 22, and are pretty happy as boyfriend and girlfriend. We are both in university and enjoying life. Last year, we travelled to Vietnam and it was amazing. And we've loved spending the first year of our 20s together. I love him. Only, please don't hate me for this. I am 100% sure I am more in love with Mitch. No, no, no. More in love. The curse of being hot. (laughs) I feel completely fucking horrible for even typing that. But it's true. I've spent six years of my life with the wrong brother. Despite every orange-coloured flag telling me not to love Mitch, I do. I know that he's the riskier, flightier, potentially even more narcissistic brother, but I cannot get him out of my head. I do not fantasize about my boyfriend. Mm. Not even a little bit. Mm. I fantasize about his brother. I'm going to be sick. Lucky I didn't take the consequence because I would have vomited. (laughs) And it goes so far beyond the sexual stuff. I love Mitch despite every flaw. I literally cannot think of a more lovable person. My heart kind of aches just thinking about it. Mine too. (laughs) What is happening? Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Xavier and Mitch both live at home, which means that despite my best efforts, I am constantly in Mitch's company. Go into witness protection. You're not trying hard enough. (laughs) Oh, I have so many things to say, but I'll save it. It's impossible to escape him. Whenever I am there, which is, at the moment, about four nights a week, I feel like I'm holding my breath. He's like a magnet or something. I feel such a strong pull to be near him or to touch him that it's hard to put into words. You're doing a pretty good job here. (laughs) And I promise that I'm not just imagining this because I swear he feels it too. We've started doing that thing where we are catching each other staring. He lingers near me for no reason at all, like when I'm grabbing something from the kitchen or sitting on the family couch watching TV. Our legs just touch when we sit beside each other at dinner. (laughs) Zoe. (laughs) His eye contact even feels different to how it used to. I feel like his fuckboy side has melted away with time and age and that he's actually a mature adult now. One who wouldn't break my heart if something was to ever happen between us. Which, if Xavier wasn't in the picture, I know with complete certainty it would have. Complete certainty. Okay, Mm. okay, continue. (laughs) The other day, he said my laugh made him feel happy and I almost (laughs) melted into the floor. Zoe, I'm getting a bit mad. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Just a warning. <laughs> but then I remember he's my boyfriend's brother. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, no oh, oh, thank you, Zoe. <laughs> His literal brother. I feel disgusted by myself every single oh, day. Okay, no, 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 you shouldn't do that. No, 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 no. Their mum, Janine, is one of my favorite people. And she has told me I'm like the daughter she never had. If I broke up with Xavier only to pursue Mitch, she would die. How would that even work? What, dying? <laughs> Zoe, no one knows if there's an afterlife. <laughs> How many times do you come to me? <laughs> like, do I keep coming around, but instead of sleeping in the bedroom on the left, I'm in the room across the hall now? No. No. How would any of it be explained to the rest of the family? How the hell would Mitch and Xavier go back to how they were? Imagine the way our social circles would talk about me or what Christmas lunch would look like. Exactly. The insane thing is being loved by Mitch would make it all worth it. I love him so much. I think I can stomach the slut shaming and the judgment so that we can be together. I'm at the point now where I'm ready to do something. I've loved Mitch for months and I just need someone to tell me to rip the band-aid off and see what happens. Have I lost the plot? How would any of this work? How do you sit your boyfriend down and inform him that you're leaving him for a shot with his hotter, older brother? Zoe, here's what you're going to do. You dye your hair. You cut, it, <laughs> you cut it into a different haircut. You get a new ID, you change your name, you fly to Mexico. You get a, as far away from these men as possible. You've said it's impossible to avoid him. No, it's not. You're not trying hard enough. Anything is possible, Zoe. <laughs> the bit that stands out to me in this letter is when she's saying, oh, we touch each other's legs when we sit beside each other at dinner. It feels like she's romanticising, like, really mundane things. Yeah. I get that it's easy to do that with someone that you don't. Like, I get you know him. He's your boyfriend's brother. I caught him staring at me. Well. Baby girl, you probably had food on your face. <laughs> <laughs> your toilet paper sticking off the back of your shoe. Oh, honey. Gemma, I do want to break this all down with you a little bit more. There's a lot to get through, but before Mm. we do that, let's hear a word from today's sponsor. Okay, Gemma, we're back from break. I know we have a lot of thoughts and feelings. Hmm. I do want to start a little more general, though. Yep. Have you ever had a crush on someone off limits? Only celebrities. But I... (laughs) (laughs) Do you know if Sebastian Stan listens to this podcast? Oh, I bloody hope so. (laughs) Um, Look, actually, probably years and years and years ago, not with my now fiancé, but I'm I'm sure in high school I would have. But I also think crushes are very normal. Yeah. But then I also, what is a crush? Yes. I think I've had like small crushes. I can't think of a specific example, but I do think I'm also generally quite afraid <laughs> and so yeah. when there are rules i'm like quite a stickler for rules and if someone is like rules. if i was in this situation mm. the second i would have clocked any sort of attraction for the brother i would have been like no but the rules say that i can't <laughs> and then I, I feel like my brain would have run the other way but again I, maybe I, I tell everyone that i've got a crush on both of you i have a crush <laughs> on everyone so maybe my understanding of a crush is not <laughs> quite correct but yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know i'll tell people i think they're hot like whatever do you think the fact that mitch is off limits for Zoe do you think that makes him more attractive no based on this I think unfortunately for Zoe this is unavoidable Mm. 
I don't think you can necessarily control who you're attracted to, which she's not a bad person. She is absolutely not a bad person, and I hope that she knows that. She is at risk of becoming one depending on what she does from here. Yes, like attraction, feeling attraction for somebody, very unfortunate that it's your boyfriend's brother, Yeah, is normal. Cannot control feelings, can control actions. Exactly. And I just worry here in the latter half of this secret, it seems like she's spiralling into this like, the brother is better, what am I doing? Part of that spiral that is interesting to me and is perhaps reflective of her age, the way she's talking is it's as though there's only two options, stay with Xavier or leave Xavier for Mitch. Those are not your only two options. If we take Mexico off the table... (laughs) You really don't want to do Mexico. (laughs) Yeah, you still have the option of ending things with Xavier, which I think is essential, and I'm sure we will get to that. But you don't have to date Mitch. She shouldn't date Mitch. Absolutely not. Yeah. No way. All of these things, how would that work? I would be in a different bedroom. No. That just simply won't work. (laughs) No. (laughs) And I know that she's worried about the family because she's saying they're all pretty close. She's worried about Janine, their mother. Mm. I honestly think, generally speaking, considering family members isn't really the most important thing. But Mm. here I do think if you do decide to leave them both, which I think you should do. Absolutely agree with you. If Janine knew all the facts, she would agree. I think Janine would be on our side. If Janine has raised two such likeable boys, (laughs) she's done an absolutely wonderful job. So props to Janine. Okay, if Zoe heard this advice... Mm. us telling her you should probably like just go to Mexico ditch them both but she was like no I think that I really want to stay and I want to be with Mitch do you think he can change because you're saying that Mitch is a bit of a fuck boy he's maybe not the best boyfriend material yeah no I think I think that everyone is capable of change something that I underlined though is then she said um he's a mature adult now one who wouldn't break my heart you are going to break Xavier's heart if you go through with this mm. Do you, do you want to be responsible for that? And then have to be around him for yeah. the fresh stages of her relationship with Mitch. Yeah. If she decides to be with Mitch, Xavier's just going to be there. Yeah. And also those lines about like, oh, I think Mitch is capable of maturing. I'm sure. sure. But where are you really getting that from? I do think, as I said before the break, there's an mm. element of romanticization here mm. where it's like because he's there and enticing you have now labeled him with like all the most flattering Hmm. qualities when you really don't know yeah you can do better zoe you don't need to date someone's brother no (laughs) you're a well-spoken young woman you're a surf lifesaver so probably very (laughs) which is besides the point the fact that you haven't acted on this the fact that you are feeling some guilt you're not a bad person at all. No, and there is a sea and there are more fish in it. Let's be so in a different many. sea. And like hot, hot fish. <laughs> <laughs> I do think reading all these details, I don't actually think perhaps she's in love with Mitch. No, this I is infatuation. Yes, she's getting caught up in an idea of what Mitch could be if she was in a relationship also, with him. Also, let's say hypothetically it is love. You will love again. (laughs) You absolutely will love again. I can guarantee that. Yes. Love is out there in the sea with the fish. In Mexico. So I have a little bit more information for the both of you. No. But brilliant. I love this. Oh, God. Okay. Sure. (laughs) This may add a little bit more context. Oh, my God. I didn't even clock that there was another (laughs) Christ. Okay, so Zoe continues. 
The moment it dawned on me that I loved Mitch was a really complicated one. It was the day we found out he has stage two <gasps> testicular cancer. Oh, this is the twist of all twists. I can't, sorry, keep going. <laughs> I had no idea at the time that oh. Mitch was even getting checked for anything. I rocked up to the house to hang out with Xavier and all of the family was huddled together around the couch. Xavier was so wrapped up in what was happening that he forgot I was even coming over. When I looked at Mitch that day, he was so scared and vulnerable. I realized that what I was feeling went beyond concern for a loved one or a family member. It was unmistakably oh, romantic God. love. No. That love has only deepened with time. After his diagnosis, Mitch moved back home to have the support of his parents and brother. That's when I started seeing him whenever I slept over at the house. And that's when this god-awful situation of me, you know, loving him, went from serious to potentially life-changing. Mitch is still going through treatment, but the doctors are extremely positive and hopeful that he'll essentially be back to his life as a healthy 24-year-old soon. So it's not as if I'm in love with the dying brother. I'm in love with the brother who had a significant health scare but who will almost certainly bounce back to who he was before. But Mitch's cancer diagnosis was like a big glowing arrow in my life, and it showed me exactly what I want, or at least who I think I want to spend my life with. Oh no, Gemma, I fear this has muddied the waters for me a little bit. Oh, I don't know how no. we're feeling post-twist readout. I'm having an out-of-body experience. Oh, no, 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 no. Do you no. think that there's a chance... Thrilled that he's not dying. Yes, I'm That's thrilled lovely. he's able to bounce back. Yes. Very happy, very happy mm. for Mitch. I do wonder whether the fact that Zoe knows for sure now post cancer yeah. scare that she loves Mitch. Yeah. I wonder if that has anything to do with perhaps seeing that more vulnerable side to him. Potentially, although even before the twist, I think there's a large chance that she is in love with Mitch or at least is feeling what she believes to be love. Whether or not that's love, it doesn't diminish those feelings. It sounds like she had very strong feelings for him before this even happened. When she says, it's not as if I'm in love with the dying brother. Great. Excellent. I'm very glad she included that. Mm. But I'm just thinking about Xavier because Mitch may not be dying necessarily, but when you find out someone has cancer, you are going to start experiencing such strong feelings, particularly if they're a blood relative or they're close to you in any sort of a way. Imagine putting Xavier through he would have had a feeling of I may lose my brother at some point and then you go and do this to him? No. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. I'm just so confused as to what I would want Zoe to do here because it feels like she feels stuck in this love and she really wants to be with him. Yeah. So our whole advice of, of having her leave them both because I'm like, what happens if she does leave them both but like stays friends with oh, it's Mitch just, and Xavier? It's going to hurt Xavier so much either way it's going to hurt him more mm. if you are leaving him for his brother. Yes. I just don't think a relationship with either of them is possible at this point as much as it's going to sting isn't a strong enough word. This is gut-wrenching but I just don't think I honestly I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair to put 
Xavier through that. I also don't think it's fair to put Mitch through this because either way, he is going to feel guilt. Yes. He's going to think, did I do something to lead this girl on if he doesn't reciprocate those feelings? And if he does, he's now going to be in the same predicament that Zoe's in. I just don't think it's fair on anyone. Yeah, and I am thinking about it from Xavier's Mm. perspective. Of course, you know, Mitch's cancer would have had the most life-changing effect on Mitch. But from Xavier's perspective, he's just had this thing happen to his brother and it's been emotionally tough for him. And then having his girlfriend drop that bomb on him, I do think that that is not the way this should play out. Yeah, It is messy, this whole thing. And I think when I read messy situations like this, I just feel like if there's a chance to step out and extract yourself Mm. from that, you should do it. I agree. I just, I I feel so deeply for Zoe because I cannot fathom how difficult her current situation is, but also what's going to happen down the road. Either way, this is going to hurt her and she's going to need a lot of time to get over it. But I do think that that is the most courteous option as far as minimising the hurt of other people. Yes. I wonder, Eilish, what you think about this. I know you've been sitting with this secret for a while. I have. I've been sitting with this information and the twist as well for quite a while. And it's interesting because I was in a very, very different situation. I mean, literally the most different to this that you can imagine a very long time ago. And I got some advice at that time that has stuck with me. And the advice was that it's very rare that a partner or potential partner will, for any reason in a life-altering situation, choose to side with a significant other rather than with their family. Ah. And it was a really life-changing piece of advice because there are always exceptions, obviously, but in this situation, I actually think that advice applies because if you look at it from Mitch and Xavier's perspective, I just don't think that the bond between these two brothers, who, as far as we know, are quite close, I just don't think that that is going to be broken by Zoe proclaiming her love for Mitch instead of Xavier. I think that Mitch is very likely to say, whoa, okay, no. Agreed. That is so true. This whole time we've been saying worst case scenario is she tells Mitch she loves him and then they try and form a relationship and have Xavier still like in the family. No, there's another worst, not worst Mm. case scenario, but a potentially heartbreaking scenario would be Mitch saying, I have no idea what we're talking about. That's what, yeah. That's my brother. This is the thing I just think whatever happens here, it's going to hurt. Unfortunately for Zoe, there's no easy way out of it. Out of of it. (laughs) Out of it. I'm so stressed. (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's why i think that right now is maybe the safest time to like try and make those boundaries a little clearer for Mm. yourself to protect yourself yeah to zoe mitch and xavier there's a sea and there's fish and let's find other people Mm. i think that's good advice (laughs) patting myself on the back that's good advice (laughs) i just (laughs) want to reiterate to zoe that no she is not a bad person Mm. not at all but don't risk becoming one. Great words to end this episode on, guys. That is all we have time for today. Gemma, thank you for joining us. 
for episode one of season three. Sorry for putting you through stress at the beginning of this episode. So fine. This is probably good for heart health or something. <laughs> I don't know. Who needs the gym? You've got the oh show. God, You've truly. got the show. Everybody Has a Secret is produced by Eilish Gilligan, executive produced by Michelle Andrews and Zara McDonald, and audio produced by me, your host, Annabelle Lee. To those at home listening, thank you for listening. If you have a secret you're itching to spill, feel free to email your secret to us at hotline at shamelessmediaco.com. Everything we read will, of course, be kept completely anonymous. As for socials, you can find us on Instagram at Everybody Has a Secret Pod and on TikTok at Everybody Has a Secret. See you guys next Friday. Bye. This podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.